0: Hello, and welcome to the latest podcast from the Lancet Neurology. I'm Gavin Cleaver, and today we're going to be discussing simvastatin and secondary progressive multiple sclerosis. I'm delighted to be joined today by Dr. Jeremy Chataway, whose recent paper on the subject was published in The Lancet Neurology. Uh, doctor, please will you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Hi, I'm Jeremy Chataway. I'm a consultant neurologist at the National Hospital and a reader in neurology at UCL. I'm particularly interested in multiple sclerosis and progressive multiple sclerosis and clinical
0: treatment trials. So, Doctor, your most recent paper is a new analysis of the Start study, which looked at how effective simvastatin could be in reducing the rate of brain atrophy in patients with secondary progressive MS. It was in the news a couple of years ago, but maybe... If people have forgotten, you could tell us a little bit about the original
1: study. Yes, indeed. So um, we've been working on progressive multiple sclerosis where the treatment opportunities are limited. And in 2014 in The Lancet, we published our phase 2 trial in secondary progressive multiple sclerosis, about 140 people. And we used MRI whole brain volume, so a measure of atrophy or shrinkage. And we followed these patients for two years, and they were blindly randomized to either a dummy drug or high-dose simvastatin. Simvastatin is a a common drug that's used to lower cholesterol and will be familiar to to many. But there's been emerging evidence that it could be neuroprotective. And so we carried out this phase two study over two years to see if indeed that
0: was the case. And so this new analysis looks at other effects simvastatin might have on secondary progressive MS patients. Now, what were you looking at specifically and what did you find? Yeah, so in the original
1: study, we showed that simvastatin reduced the rate of whole brain atrophy by about 43%. But we had always planned... Uh, a pre-planned secondary analysis of the cognitive the uh, neuropsychological outcomes in this patient group and so we did in the original study we had neuropsychologists follow our patients through through time points uh, at the beginning and one year and two years to see what was happening to those patients we knew from previous work that patients with progressive multiple sclerosis had cognitive difficulties particularly with memory and processing we wanted to look at that at the baseline and see perhaps if there was an interventional effect on the simvastatin on that, as well as the previously reported whole brain atrophy. And so we found indeed that patients, this is one of the largest reported longitudinal studies, if not the largest. We found out of these 140 that they did have problems um, with processing and the frontal function and memory, verbal and nonverbal memory, and that was followed through for those two years. And Interestingly and excitingly, uh, we found some evidence that simvastatin had some protective effect on the frontal um, part of the battery, the so-called frontal assessment battery that we'd looked at uh, specifically. Also, it showed an effect on quality of life, and that backed up our previous findings. And so was there anything in this new study you would say was a particularly important limitation? Yes, I mean, doing cognitive assessments, neuropsychometric assessments is quite a challenging task. And there are many assessments that can be done, though we we try to hone it down. So I think, for me, what this is is a good indication that there's a protective effect on the the frontal function. But bear in mind, we looked at a number of different domains of neuropsychometry. So this, I think, allows us to uh, refine our approach going forward. And uh, one of the areas we're particularly interested in is, is trial design in cognitive studies. It says to us that, We should focus down, not assess multiple cognitive domains, but just the specific cognitive domains, particularly frontal function and, and memory. We should work on those. And ideally, we need to have some interim marker which can help us look maybe after a year and see what's going on, for example, functional MRI or other more advanced um, MRI techniques. And I think that's where we would perhaps encourage the field to move mm. over
0: time. Uh, so you touched on it there, but what's next for you? And um, what's next for secondary progressive MS, do you think?
1: Yeah, so MSSTAT, STAT1, as we now call it, was that first Phase 2 trial. And we've now received funding to do a big Phase 3 trial called MSSTAT2. And that was reported about a month ago, um, and that's uh, co-funded, um, from the UK government, uh, the US MS Society and the UK MS Society. I'll be looking for about 1,000 patients uh, to be randomised over two years to look primarily at clinical disability in a phase 3 fashion for high-dose simvastatin. Embedded in that, we will also look at cognitive function and see if we can replicate and expand these findings. Well, Dr Chatway, thank you so much for
0: joining us today. It's a real pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much indeed for asking me. And thanks to you for listening.